Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Lydia Zeller. She's the Vice President of Product Strategy at Keo. Keo is a digital therapeutics company focused on changing the paradigm for musculoskeletal care. Evidence-based, personalized, and consumer-centric, Keo for low back pain significantly reduces pain, opioid use, and medical costs, leading to improved quality of life for the individual and decreased costs for the health plan and employer. Keo partners both with health plans and employers, providing a cost-effective, easy-to-implement solution tailored to the needs of our partners. And everybody listening here knows and understands the impact of healthcare costs to our bottom line. Uh, Lydia has led Keo's digital therapeutic product line from inception and is responsible for overall product strategy. She's passionate about excellence and continued innovation, combining the best in evidence-based medicine personalization and behavioral economics with state-of-the-art technology to move the needle. Her goal is to help individuals using Keo lead healthier, pain-free lives and to drive value through effective high-value solutions that reduce health care and employment costs. Linda started with Keo but has over 20 years of diverse entrepreneurial experience and I'm super excited to dive into her experience in this podcast today. Uh, when she's not working hard on improving employers' bottom lines and outcomes, she enjoys hiking, gardening, cooking, and reading. So, Lydia, it's a privilege to have you here on the podcast today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate the opportunity. Yes. And so, what is it that got you curious and interested in healthcare? Well, the honest answer is that I came to Keel a little bit out of pure luck. I was re-entering the workforce after having taken some time off um, homeschooling our children. I had been working as a consultant uh, in the wealth management area and was, was looking for a career change and, and kind of getting back into the workforce. My nice. husband was one of the well, yeah was one of the first software engineers at Keel, and that's how I, I came to Keel. But I've I've become passionate for for two reasons. One is we have the opportunity in healthcare to very directly impact individual lives. So in our case, helping people suffering from musculoskeletal pain get back to the activities they love. I have the privilege of being able to talk to our end users, our participants at times, and to hear them share uh, their stories about how we have impacted their quality of life really makes coming to work meaningful. And then number two, Healthcare is changing so rapidly, and there's, there's really tremendous opportunity uh, to shift the economic value balance with new care delivery models and new partnerships that are creating alignment of interest between those who pay for healthcare, those who provide healthcare, and patients. Because that alignment under today's fee-for-service structure, you know, isn't always there. So right now, we're really seeing employers, health insurance companies, and technology companies playing a leading role in demanding, creating, and delivering new care options, particularly for people with chronic conditions. So musculoskeletal for keto, but also diabetes, hypertension, and other areas of chronic pain. Yeah, those chronic conditions are, 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 are a focus area that I think a lot of employers are, are paying attention to and, and payers as well. How do we manage or how do we help our, our employees manage these conditions? How do we help them stay healthier? And uh, when we think about the approaches taken, I feel like digital therapeutics is one of those areas where 
people are starting to accept and 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 the 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 niche of digital therapeutics really the effect on outcomes the bottom line and patient experience is proving to be very useful and so i'd love to hear from you um uh, lydia on, on some of the success stories or or an example of how your company has created results with this absolutely so you know, our first program is, is Keel for Low Back Pain, targeting back pain. Uh, and back pain is a big deal. It's the leading cause of opioid prescription, even though opioids are proven ineffectual for back pain. The leading cause of disability missed work days, and really a top medical cost driver, both for employers who have not only the medical cost, but also the employment cost, and also for the health plan. Um, you know, Keel for Low Back Pain is uh, individualized to the end user. It's 24-7 convenient, it's flexible, it's proven effective, and will integrate with traditional care to get the right level of care to the person at the right time. And through this, we're achieving outstanding clinical results for our participants, um, as well as financial results for our partners, so for health plans and for employers. Our participants are seeing significant pain reduction, significant improvement in function, personal empowerment, and reduction in use of opioids and aggressive treatments. We really have to remember that aggressive treatments are not just a cost. They also can impact quality of life. So if you, are, if you have an MRI, for example, and 86% of MRIs are considered wasteful medical services, it's not just the cost of the MRI that's the problem. It's also that once you have an MRI, you're significantly more likely to have back surgery. And back surgeries, you know, about one-third are going to have a success, about one-third are going to have no impact at all on the pain, and about one-third are going to make the pain worse. So in my eyes, that's about a two-thirds, you know, uh, two-thirds failure rate there. So, yeah. um, so we, have to, we have to remember that providing appropriate care is, is, is really, really important. And so specifically, um, our partners are seeing reductions in pharmaceutical use, reductions in overall low back pain related medical spend, and primarily driven through reductions in more aggressive diagnostics and treatments. So MRIs, injections, um, urgent care use, as well as uh, surgery. So Lydia, I'm sure the, the listeners are, are probably thinking, huh, this sounds well and dandy, but what exactly does the, does the technology do? Maybe you could walk us through uh, uh, an example of what a patient will see and what kind of treatments they'll get as part of their care uh, process. Absolutely. So once a, once a participant engages with Keo, and you can engage with us 24-7, so it can be 2 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, your back pain is unbearable and you remember that your health plan provides Keo as a benefit or your employer provides Keo as a benefit and you decide to engage. The member experience begins with a short online computer adaptive screening. We're going to ask some questions about medical history, about the type of back pain, and we're really looking for uh, at kind of four main things here. We're looking at medical risk. So, uh, are you appropriate medically? Are there any medical red flags appropriate for you to engage with Keo? We're looking at behavioral health risk. We are looking at baselines. We're getting a baseline on pain, baseline on function, uh, baseline on work impact. And then 
uh, we are going to run a mold, and we're looking at the type of back pain because it's very important to treat different types of back pain differently with different exercises. So you will answer this short series of questions, and as soon as you're finished answering, in the background, we run a multidimensional risk profile on you. But what you see is either you know, the link to download your digital care program or for the small subset of individuals for whom we find a medical red flag or a high behavioral health risk, you're going to get immediate referral to appropriate care um, in network for you. So for the vast majority, PO is an appropriate care program, and for you, your digital care program personalized to you, downloads immediately to your mobile device, and you can begin engaging. And there are really three main pillars uh, to the care program. The first is exercise. We all know that exercise is the most um, important uh, component of any care program for back pain. The exercises are specific to the type of back pain that we identified during screening. And we use interactive digital coaching to guide you both visually and audibly um, through your exercises. These are progressive series of exercises, so we're going to begin you with gentle uh, range of motion flexibility. We'll move you on when appropriate to add in some core strength building, and then we'll move you on from there to work both the flexibility and the core strength. So there are three core levels of exercise, and you'll be moved um, through those three core levels based on how you individually are responding to treatment. And this is all AI-driven. So how you answer questions as far as we're going to be requiring you on your pain, requiring you on your function, querying you on your perception of how you're doing, and all that is going to determine how quickly you progress through. So we're really tailoring that to you. Um, we will also, and you have access to this program for a full year. That's because back pain has currency rates of up to 80%, so we want you to be able to come back to the program when you have a flare-up, and we absolutely find that our participants do precisely that. So then, the second, uh, yeah, so ahead. just a quick question, uh, Lydia. So, so, you know, I wake up with back pain, I go on an app, do the test, get some it's not too, too um, severe, I get my, my plan, I follow that plan, feels better, but maybe it comes back. So then you go back and, and, you, and you get your plan again. If, if it's not uh, that route, then do you just put them in touch with somebody they could talk to or, or how does the more kind of severe route go? Right, so we actually are appropriate for people with severe pain. So you can have pain ranging from zero through 10, and we actually are probably most effective in people who have higher levels of pain. That's partly because, of course, people with higher levels of pain are more motivated um, yeah. to, right, to, to participate. And so, so the severity of the pain isn't going to be a reason that we're not appropriate. These would be more medical red flags that might indicate you have a neurological condition that should be checked out by your healthcare provider first, or you have developed really significant fears around your ability to recover, which means that you would benefit from one-on-one -on -one conversations um, with a behavioral health expert in addition to the exercise. Um, we do have an education and behavioral modification component, so that's the kind of the second core component of the program, and those materials um, are delivered um, in little bite-sized pieces, so you'll get helpful tips 
helpful information, really how to better understand how pain works in the body. And um, there's a piece in there about opioids, there's a piece about advanced imaging, just really um, engaging information on how returning to work more quickly, returning to the act to activities, building activity into your lifestyle is going to give you the best uh, long-term outcome. Lydia, and then we have support. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the third component is support, and we're providing that both digitally. So this is the artificial intelligence that's providing uh, content based on your status and your participation and how you're doing. But then we are also backed by care management. So you do have the opportunity to reach out through the app and say, I want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And then you can talk uh, to a professional care manager to answer any questions you may have or help you uh, get better use out of the program, or if need be, refer you out uh, to your healthcare provider. And that care management also receives exception-based alerting. So if, some, if we detect something in screening or if something isn't going as hoped, there'll be exception-based alerting back into care management and care management will reach out to you. So I really appreciate that uh, walkthrough, uh, Lydia helps uh, the listeners get a better appreciation of, of how it works and the different phases of treatment. And, and so what would you say is, is, uh, is an example of when something didn't work and what did you guys do about it? How did you grow and get better from it? That's a great question. So in our, in our very first implementation, uh, we considered our role to begin once the participant actually engaged with the digital care program. So right when you register for the program and you answer the screening questions. And we relied on our partner, um, in, in this first case, a health plan, to craft and deliver the messaging to make their members aware of the program, make them aware that you know, the plan provided to you as a benefit and interest them in signing up if they had back pain. And the initial messaging written by the health plan and delivered out to their members was very clinical. Uh, in focus. It was wordy, non-personal. I think the subline was innovative app. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. nobody cares about an innovative app. They care right. if it's effective, if it's easy to use, and if it's going to help them, and if it's free, right? Yep. So um, what we really learned, you know, and they got a pretty low response to that, and what we learned is that um, engagement really begins well before the participant begins engaging with their care program, and it includes that messaging and that awareness campaign. So um, we, we took a step back and we worked with a really consumer-centric marketing firm and we designed uh, a multi-channel, multi-touch, dynamic awareness campaign that we execute that drives awareness in either the, you know, the member population of our customers, so either the members of the health plan or the employees of an employer. And that campaign is all focused on meeting people where they are and empowering people to take positive action uh, to take, get back what they want from their life. And we've seen a tremendous, uh, a tremendous increase in engagement using that campaign. Wow, that's a great learning. Appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, we got to be mindful about how we engage with with uh, our consumers, uh, making it friendly and uh, yes. speaking in terms of their interests, right? Yes, absolutely. That's a key focus for us. Love it. And, and what would you say is one of the proudest uh, experiences that that the company has experienced? Well, you know, I, I guess from a company perspective, it was really together with Dave Grand and our CEO having 
having the courage and foresight to make a major pivot in product and market, um, and seeing that pivot draw real results um, for both our participants and for our customers. So we really made a shift from our early days when we were providing solutions for physical and occupational therapists to use in clinic with their patients to moving into that digital therapeutic realm um, and, and providing effective care solutions and really shifting our market focus to working with the at-risk entities. So both the, um, both the employers and the health plans. And then of course that all important end user, right? Even though we're selling B2B, there's the all important participant um, and engaging with them has, uh, and seeing the, uh, the impact that we can have on their lives has been tremendously rewarding. I'm sure, and you know, just kind of coming up with a solution and, you know, just thinking through why, why is it not resonating? And then doing a lot of listening, figuring out where it could gain some traction. And then, wow, you guys found the niche in, in the, in the payer uh, space and now in the employer space. And, and now it's, uh, it's uh, getting some major traction. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been really exciting to see the traction um, that we're getting, the outcomes coming in, and being able to reach through partnerships with um, larger organizations, being able to reach more and more people. Because then you, you know, then you're having, you're moving the needle. You're having a bigger impact. Yeah, and so for the leaders listening, you know, if you've established a new business or an idea. You got to think broadly. If it's not working, you got to ask yourself, where else can this resonate? And maybe I'm in the wrong vertical. Maybe I need to go okay. elsewhere within the healthcare economy. And and uh, and so uh, Lydia's a, a, a example here is is a great one to provide inspiration for everybody out there with a great solution. Tell us about uh, the most exciting project that you guys are working on today. Absolutely. So uh, we're, we are really hot focused on consumerism, right? So I think, you know, um, when, when thinking about topics that need to be on everybody's mind, we need, we need, excuse me, we really need to remember that uh, patients have to be viewed as consumers, right? People with chronic conditions are not defined by their condition, um, but need to be viewed as people and as consumers. Yes. And if we look at how, you know, services are produced and delivered, uh, as a whole, healthcare lags significantly um, in acknowledging and embracing both consumer expectations and technological advancements that have transformed so many other industries, right? Um, we understand perhaps patient-centricity when it comes to actual care, but I don't think as a whole healthcare has um, implemented consumer-centricity um, in terms of immediacy, convenience, personalization, and value that people expect you know, really in every other aspect of our lives. So um, one of the things that's most, um, most exciting to me that we are uh, working on today is continued, you know, supporting continued engagement. And we really view engagement through that lens of consumer centricity. So we are working to further uh, personalize the experience to each end user. Um, and that's important for a couple different reasons. One, every time you increase the locus of control for that participant, for example, let them modify the program within parameters, of course, but to fit their individual needs, you empower them. And when you empower them, you help make them partners in their care. And that absolutely drives outcomes. Love and that. then second, yeah, um, 
I, I think it's critical, right? We, we really have to, we are not going to get great outcomes without involving people in their own care. Yeah, that's critical. That is critical. So, so love the story here and the work that you guys are doing to improve outcomes and, and help the people that are funding the healthcare, the employers and payers. Um, phenomenal work, Lydia. And, and folks, if you want more information on Kio, it's KIIO.com. You could find them at KIIO.com keo.com and so um time for the lightning round and a book that you recommend to the listeners you ready i'm ready all right what's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes involving the patient in their care making them a partner in their care what's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid so i actually think it's being too cautious to try hmm. something i think the biggest risk um, can be failure to take action so if you're a health plan or you're an employer, do a pilot. If you pick your partners with care, there's very little at risk and there's a lot to gain. And you're really not, um, you know, treading way out into the weeds. This is becoming quite mainstream. Um, if you are not trying digital, you are actually, you know, behind the curve at this point. Love it. What, how do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change? Well, you have to deliver balancing stellar service right now today with keeping abreast of new learning, best practices in your specific area, and then absolutely looking down the road and skating to where the puck is going. What's an area of focus that drives everything at Keo? Uh, being good partners, both to our participants, so the people engaging with our solution, and to our customers, uh, and again, working um, to involve people more deeply in their care, working on engagement. So, you know, I mentioned previously helping people um, control their own program. And another thing is to tie into individual motivators. So uh, what motivates you is gonna be different than what motivates me. So um, on the fly, changing images, changing actual messaging to tie into what we know about you and what motivates you. Love that. So what book would you recommend to the listeners, Lydia? So, when I am relaxing, I actually enjoy mysteries, and probably my favorite mystery author is Elizabeth George. Huh. And any book title that you'd recommend? Oh, I really like, I like all of hers. They're, they're a series, and, um, and I think if you read oh. them from beginning to end, then, then you'll enjoy them the most. Everything Elizabeth George. <laughs> I enjoy her. <laughs> Love it. And hey, you know what? Sometimes solving health care problems can be mysterious. Uh, so, the <laughs> so the work that you're doing there with your reading, maybe get your creative juices flowing to, to do good work like you do when you're, when you're in your job. Absolutely. And just stick with it. You will Love find it. a solution. <laughs> That's great. Now, uh, before we conclude, I love, Lydia, if you could just share a closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could continue the conversation with you. Absolutely. So I guess that my closing thought would be that every opportunity is a learning opportunity. You may not move the needle all the way immediately, but you can definitely move the needle. Engage in discussions. There's a lot new happening in healthcare, particularly in the space uh, where I have the privilege to be, so in digital therapeutics, 
and across credit conditions. There are a lot of interesting companies doing interesting things and having great results, great impacts, both on uh, member outcomes and then on reducing the cost of care for the health plan or the employer. Engage in discussions. Reach out and talk to people, and you will find that good partners are more than willing to work with you to do a pilot with you um, or to do a full implementation. Um, as far as where to reach me, keo.com. My email is lzeller at keo.com, but if you just go to the website, um, you can reach out and more than happy to engage. Love it, Lydia. Well, folks, there we have it. Digital therapeutics for the lower back pain. Uh, it is an, uh, a great service to consider improving outcomes, bottom line, patient experience, they all matter. And I uh, just want to give Lydia and the Keo team a big thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Lydia. Thank you so much for having me.